0: Having car problems? Well, with Rhoda, getting them fixed is as easy as ordering takeout. They'll come pick up your car for free, do any repair or maintenance needed, and return it right to your driveway. They'll even give you a complimentary video inspection of your car so you can see what needs to be done, perfect for those of us that maybe aren't so car savvy. Book your appointment online at roda.com. And lucky for you, CityCast listeners get a 20% discount on any service for up to $100 off. Just use the code CityCast20. Today on CityCast DC. DC's got some incredible historical artifacts. I'm talking Duke Ellington's birth certificate, a will for Alexander Graham Bell, and even some 2,000-year-old hunting camps. But right now, there's not one central place where DC's archives all live. Axios' Junate Dill has been following the plan to build a new, high-tech building to change that. Today's Wednesday, October 25th. I'm Bridget Todd, and here's what DC is talking about. I understand there's a plan to have a new D.C. archives and records center building. When I think about an archive center, I think about, you know, the Smithsonian archives. But how is this new building going to be different and why do we need it here in D.C.?
1: Yeah, D.C. has its own archives. It's got a lot of historic documents. It's got Frederick Douglass's original will, the birth certificate of Duke Ellington, and all Sorts of other things, and they've all sort of sat scattered around the city in various city buildings. There's not one central beautiful archives for the local hometown, for the District of Columbia. And now there's a long standing sort of project, and there's a proposal uh, to build a four story building.
0: So you mentioned records connected to folks like Duke Ellington. Is it not just historical documents, also cultural artifacts to the city?
1: Yeah, there are lots of records, jazz archives. There are a lot of records of the political sort, starting back with Walter Washington when he was elected mayor in 1974. There's even a macabre relic of an electric chair from the D.C. jail, which is kind of a strange thing, but it's part of the city's history. And some of these artifacts are super old. They're 2,000 years old. There are these hammerstones and cracked rock and hunting objects found on the banks of the Anacostia River in the nineties and there's not a great place to hold them. So
0: where are these artifacts living now?
1: They're all over the city. They're some of them are in a windowless room. Some of them are in uh, on Naylor Court in Northwest at a warehouse. Um, but they're all just sort of scattered around and some of them aren't really kept in the most ideal conditions.
0: So all of this sounds great to me. I love the idea of being able to find all of these interesting cultural records and artifacts in one place. But I have to ask, how much will this cost?
1: Yeah, it's going to cost, it looks like, $72 million under this uh, four-story building proposed. And that's the current estimate right now. Do you have any sense of what this building is set to look like? Yeah, it's supposed to look very sort of... Uh, futuristic in some ways it's got a glassy facade at least from what the concept is now of course we've seen lots of buildings where the concept looks very different from what actually gets built but it's supposed to look like a nice building with exhibit space and and uh, a place for 300 people and a multi-purpose room and sort of a community gathering spot as well.
0: When was the last time you went to the theater? Well, we have a new show for you to check out. The Gala Theater in Columbia Heights is showing the political musical comedy Museum in the Closet, A Vida's Return, which follows Argentine icon Eva Perón to the afterlife as her preserved corpse ignites political scandals, clandestine affairs, and mysterious murders. The show is full of samba, reggae, and tango that will have you tapping your feet nonstop. The show is in Spanish with English surtitles and will run from May 9th through June 9th. Get your tickets now at gallatheater.org or call 202-234-7174. So I know that this building is meant to be built on University of DC's campus, which and they'll have to demolish one of their buildings that is there already. How do the UDC community, students and faculty, feel about that plan?
1: That's where a little bit of controversy gets in. There are some students who don't want this to be built. It would replace this massive concrete structure on the campus now, which is kind of interestingly named Building 41. And... There's some actual opposition to this uh, archives. Some students are talking out and saying we weren't notified about this change and that it would bring a lot of construction and noise, all other kinds of impacts. And they question, you know, whether this would actually be a good use of space for the university and for the students there. UDC students did testify at a hearing uh, last month about their concerns with the plan, and they hope the city will give them more time to express what they think the uh, project should have before it moves forward. And there's going to be another hearing uh, this month where they hope to make their voices heard.
0: I know one of the concerns is that that building currently houses the daycare for students who have kids on campus. I I can understand why that feels like a pretty big loss for the UDC community.
1: Yeah. And there's also concern about a garden there that provides food to a food bank. So there's, you know, concerns there. I'm not really sure why there might not be a solution here. Seems like there might be able to find a way to keep the garden and sort of daycare facilities. But this is moving through a zoning process now. So now is the time for everyone to speak out and, and put in their word.
0: Well, that was going to be my next question is like, what is the timeline for this all look like?
1: Yeah, so there's a hearing coming up on October 26th at the Zoning Commission, so people can check that out online. They can uh, submit their testimony. And I will say the Neighborhood Commission over there supports the project. A lot of people who have worked on the archives for many years, you know, really look forward to a day when all the city's important artifacts, from politics to culture to music, can all be found in one place.
0: I am surprised that it's taken so long to have this kind of archive in D.C. Why do you think it has taken so long to happen? I mean, it's
1: taken a long time, and in many ways it's because of the money issue and getting the mayor and the D.C. Council to agree on funding for this has, has taken many years. And so now we finally have sort of a real plan, a real estimate of how much it will cost, and they hope that this will work this time.
0: I'm curious, what do you think a project like this says about D.C. as being a separate entity distinct from the federal government. Like, do you think that these efforts can sort of be viewed as part of the statehood arguments that D.C. does have its own culture, its own history, thus it has its own records and artifacts that are also important?
1: No, I think you're exactly right. I mean, D.C. has its own culture, its own history, and you don't really get to make the argument perhaps as well as you could for statehood if you don't have a place where you can show off the the history of jazz, the history of the African-American community in D.C., the culture of the city and its political uh, culture as well. And, you know, it, uh, one of the archive uh, advocates has said this should be as, just as beautiful and big as a Smithsonian, and it should show off what the city has locally. Junaid, thank you so much for being here.
0: Thank you. That's all for today here on CityCast DC. If you enjoyed the show, why not share it with your favorite history buff? We'll be back tomorrow with even more news from around the city. Talk to you then.